0: Welcome to the Mommy with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hargrove. On this show, I help moms discover Jesus in their motherhood. I hope this show encourages you in your mom journey. Enjoy the message. The title for today's message is Faithful Circles, Picking Your Tribe Wisely. So Faithful Circles, Picking Your Tribe Wisely. So today we're going to talk about Friendships, Okay. I've been thinking about this topic a lot lately and learning a lot about these specific relationships. And I feel like God has been teaching and revealing some biblical truths and even principles about friend relationships. And I know all of our life circumstances right now are all different. Which means our time for friends and the ability to invest in those kind of relationships will look different in every season. But what I have come to realize is that friendship is a gift from God, and it's actually a vital part of our well being. And God truly is a God of relationship, He cares about the relationship we have with Him, but not just Him but those around us, including our friends. And I know for many of us here tonight, our top priorities are our husbands if we're married, or our kids, our close family, and as it should be. But it seems nowadays that friendships, genuine life-giving friendships are seldom and not seen as truly valuable. And it could be for many reasons such as busyness, right? We're all just so busy, or maybe some insecurities we have, prior negative experiences, or just isolating ourselves, but I truly felt it strong on my heart today to encourage all of us here to see the beauty of friendship in this season of your life. There are friendships right now in your life, or there are friendships that have yet to be developed that will truly bless your life in incredible ways as you bless, bless theirs as well but don't continue to live your life missing out on the joys of friendship with other women. The Bible talks actually so much about friendships. I don't know if you know this, but the Bible has so many verses and teachings on friendships. The Bible talks a lot specifically in the book of Acts. So it's all over the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs. But even in the book of Acts, I thought of this while um, I was putting this message together. The book of Acts is all about the people of God simply doing life together, eating together, praying together, helping each other out in times of need, and simply existing with each other. It is how God designed us and desires us to live. His heart is actually blessed when he sees his people fellowshipping, living life together, enjoying simple things of life like food and fun, lifting each other up in times of need and praising God together. We are called to live in community and genuine friendship. So why are many of us living in isolation and loneliness? Mostly because we're caught up in the rat race of life, I'm sure. And we've believed the lie that we just don't have time. But what if this was one area God is wanting to highlight to you today? that will actually be a piece in the puzzle that you're looking for, that will bring fulfillment to your life. Could it be that piece that you're longing for? And so guys, again, today we are talking about faithful circles. We're talking about friendships and we're going to dive into three, uh, three points. And the first one is friendship, a gift from God. The second one is choose wisely. All right. And the last one is be intentional And nurturing. Okay, so let's talk about friendship being a gift from God. And I'm going to start off with these couple of verses in Proverbs 27, 6, 9, and 17. And it says, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I love these verses and I especially love a friend sharpens a friend. When I read these verses, it shows me just a couple aspects of friendship that are truly a gift from God. There are many beautiful relationships such as marriage, motherhood with our children, family relationships, and much more that we will encounter in our life. And each of them bear gifts to our life. But let's talk about the benefits of friendship with other women. This verse above names just a few sincere friends offer gentle correction, counsel. They sharpen us. They pray for us. They bring healing to our life. They lift us up. They offer help in times of need. They encourage us and so much more. These are specific examples that all come from the Bible. And there are just so many benefits of godly life-giving relationships And I truly believe that God doesn't want us to miss out on such a blessing. But here's the truth, the real, real truth, that genuine friendships nowadays are hard to find. I didn't include this verse in our message today, but there's a a verse that says, who can find a loyal friend? It is hard to find. Our culture has taught the masses nowadays to just be self-seeking. They've taught us that relationships are supposed to serve us, And cater to our needs rather than friendships being two-sided. Our culture has taught us to look out for me and to take on the superior mindset above others, to be enough for ourselves, to need nobody, to connect through social media instead of real life personal relationships. And the truth is. Our culture has taught us to hate people. I see videos and reels and TikToks about, I don't like people. I hate people like, and it's trendy and it's funny. And is is it really? Like, is that really what we are brought to, to have this mindset of like, I hate people, ill. I just love myself. And it's all about feeding and nurturing myself and myself only. You know, our culture has taught us to reject those who are different than us and to play the comparison game and to hate on others like to straight up just hate on others. But these types of thoughts and mindsets do not cultivate life-giving friendships. Instead, it causes people to isolate themselves and take on a superior and even independent attitude. And while being independent is great and all, the truth is, is that some aspects of our life, we do need other people. Okay. Again, we need friendships and we were designed to be friends with one another We were created to live and enjoy life alongside others. And I don't know your specific thoughts towards friendships today, where you're at in this whole concept, but I encourage you today to look within, to search your heart and align your thoughts on friendship with the truth of God. Right now in this season, you may have great friends. Maybe you have some since elementary. That is hard to have. Maybe you have new found friends who have blessed your soul in this season, or maybe you have some friends who you realize aren't very life-giving. Maybe you have some friends leave you and desert you for who knows what, or maybe you're in a season of loneliness and you just simply feel like you don't have friends. Maybe because you just are too busy and you realize like, dude, like I don't have friends. You know, I have definitely found myself in all those different seasons, but no matter where you're at, please know that God has a heart to give you life giving friendships. And, you know, God in this season of my life has truly blessed me with amazing friends. Um, I mean, I could go on and list the amazing friends that he's giving me that have literally been answered to prayers. And recently I specifically started praying, um, for friendships and, and I was very specific about what I was praying for. I've prayed for friends before, but in this season, I was actually way more specific than I have been before. And my heart was like desiring, um, a certain kind of friendship. And, and I think like all of us, we've encountered hurts from friends that we felt were, um, are like best of friends. And that's, that's hard. You know, it's really hard to go through that. And, um, My point in sharing this is shortly after I prayed a specific prayer for God to send me these specific friends that my heart was desiring, dude, he did it. And, and it is just crazy that when we truly bring even simple things before God, like friendships, the desires that we have for that, the, even the specifics that we're praying for, like God cares about those details of our life. And he will answer. And so many times we don't really realize we can pray about it. We don't take the time to pray about it and we just go on. But what if I said that God will answer your prayers when you pray for these life-giving friendships, because it is in his heart and desire for us to walk in fellowship with one another. So pray for your friendships, because I will be the first to say that he comes through. And as we close this point, I'm going to share a couple of verses. And I'm telling you, the Bible is full of verses in scripture about friendships. In James 5:16 it says confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And so friendships will, will genuinely be a source life-giving friendships where you can confess your sins to each other, be accountable, share your deepest, darkest things you're going through, pray for one another. And in that there's healing. Do you see where the healing comes from? The healing comes from people coming together and praying for each other, being transparent, not all by yourself. Yes. God can hear you by yourself. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is there's power and unity. There's power in friendship and fellowship. When we pray for each other, healing happens. Galatians 6, 2 says, share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Did you realize that you are not a burden? That we are called to share one another's burdens when we go through the trials of life. And when we do that, we are obeying the law of Christ. Like we are called to not just have fun and drink coffee with each other, but to go through real life with each other and hold each other up in the toughest moments. And you fulfill the law of Christ. And Proverbs 18, 24 says, there are, and it has in quotations, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Man, when you can find a friend that sticks closer than your brother, you have found a friend that you want to keep. In Proverbs 17, 17, it says, a friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for a time of adversity. A real friend loves at all times and I will tell you that you will find friends that will love at all times and you will find friends that you would hope and thought that they would but they are fickle and the next minute they turn your back on you and if you've gone through that I'm so sorry because it hurts but don't be discouraged and know that there are friends that love at all times and you can start by being that friend Hello, beautiful souls. This community thrives on shared stories, laughter, tears, and the strength that we draw from God's word and each other. As we navigate the symphony of motherhood together, our mission is to uplift, support, and empower every mom listening. To keep our sanctuary vibrant and accessible, we are reaching out for your support. Whether you want to become a monthly supporter or by giving a one-time donation of the price of your favorite latte, your generosity helps us continue to bring content that touches the heart, nurtures a soul, and strengthens our faith and fellowship as moms. If our conversations have been a companion to you in your moments of need, joy, or reflection, consider contributing to our cause. Just visit LaurenAHargrove.com and find the support tab. It's quick, simple, and your support means the world to us and to mothers everywhere. Thank you for being a part of our journey, for sharing your highs and lows, and for mommy with Jesus. Now let's return to today's episode. Let's move on to our second point, guys. And that is choose wisely. So choose wisely. Now, this is this is a good topic here. And let's really dive in. So now that we understand that the gift of friendship, that that friendship is a gift, let's stop and take a moment to talk about the importance of choosing wisely. Okay. The truth is, is we can be friends with anyone, really, but we have to know that our friends will. influence our life for the positive or for the negative, no matter how strong you think you are in this way or that way, they will. There's no way around it. These are literally just the facts of life. It is the facts of life. So if our friendships influence our life, shouldn't we choose them wisely? That doesn't mean we're going to be weird and have a sit down interview with potential friends and interrogate them to ensure that they're good enough to be our friends. Like, okay, like, you know, so like, what are you about Becky? Like, because I need to make sure you're a good friend. Okay. No, like we're definitely not having that vibe. Um, it's genuine and like chill. Definitely not. But choosing wisely requires you to learn, to be discerning to be prayerful about who you connect with, to be attentive to the friends that you choose to lock arms with. I'm gonna read you a couple of verses that share this truth that I'm sharing. Proverbs thirteen twenty says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Okay? So you walk with wise, you will become wise. You will be influenced by their wisdom and their way of life. If you're hanging out with fools, you will suffer harm. Okay. Proverbs 12, 26, it says the righteous choose their friends carefully. Okay. It's not just me saying that the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the, li- the way of the wicked leads them astray. When you hang out with quote unquote wicked, whatever that means, right? It will ultimately lead you astray. Okay. First uh, Corinthians 15, says, don't be fooled by those who say such thing. For bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. And that is, again, the facts of life. There's no way around it. Proverbs 16, 28 says, A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. You know what? Like I could have a whole separate message about gossip. And you have to understand that it is so powerful. Gossip will separate the closest of friends and Most of the time, this gossip is based off of false accusations, assumptions, misunderstandings, misconceptions, and at the end of the day, gossip destroys and it separates the best of friends. So you have to be careful. It is important to know what you want in a friend. When you do, you can easily be able to discover friends as such. If you're desiring friends who love Jesus and want to grow in their relationship with him, friends who are desiring to excel in motherhood, to be a godly wife, to be kind and compassionate, truthful, loyal, dependable, faithful, and on and on and on. Well, look for friends who show those qualities. But if you begin to loosely hang with others that don't have the same values of you, and if, if they don't, that's okay. That's their decision and we can respect that. But if that's what you choose to do, you have to know that you little by little will begin to allow the same things in your life that maybe you once felt convicted about. For example, if you really want to honor God with your words in your heart, and you're like, you know what, God, when I speak, I want it to be life-giving. I want to be a woman who has words of kindness, blah, blah, blah. And you want to refrain from gossip and slander. But then you have this sweet friend and she's sweet, but she always ends up gossiping about someone every time y'all hang out and you catch yourself joining in before you know it. Well, you have to know that that friend is influencing a conviction that you once had. Does that make sense? If you have a friend who's always bashing her husband before you know it, you will too, because everyone's doing it. There are many more examples I could share, but I think that you totally catch my vibe. Who you choose to link up with matters. And now I want to also give a disclaimer real quick. Well, first, let me finish this. Okay, no, disclaimer. This doesn't mean that you should also expect any of the friends that you have to be perfect. That is definitely not the message we're giving. Some great friends of yours, and they might be very great friends. They might simply have different convictions than you, different ideas or family choices in us. And that doesn't mean that we can't be friends at all. We can be friends with people who are different than us who have different ways of thinking and do things differently. What I'm sharing and what the Bible sh- it means is that it's important to link up with people who have good character. So it's not so much about not linking up with people that are different, but more so being cautious of the character that the, that your friends have, because it will ultimately influence your life. I hope you caught what I meant. So if their or our character is poor, it will ultimately influence each other. We wanna link up with people that elevate our character, that encourage us to grow and become better, that influence us for the better and see the best in us, okay? And you also understand that with good friends, here's another side note that is important to know, that even with the greatest of friends, please know that it's normal And it's natural to have disagreements or even conflict that you might have to work through. And that is okay. You do not have to throw a whole friendship out the window because of a disagreement or a conflict. Rather, if you are a mature woman, you can maturely talk through it and come through a solution and carry on in a friendship that will continue to be life-giving. I've seen this happen one too many times where the whole thing is thrown in the trash When all along, it was a great friendship that had great potential. And all you had to do was to talk about things, you know? And so I know I'm giving a little bit of a tidbit here and there when it comes to these friendships, but my heart today in sharing this with you is to choose wisely and to walk maturely as you navigate through these relationships. In Colossians 3.13, it says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. I share this verse to encourage you to know that we're not going to be perfect and they're not going to be perfect. Make an allowance, make a little bit of room for people to not be perfect. Create some room in your friendships to extend grace and mercy in the imperfections, but know that even the greatest of friends may not be perfect but forgive if you ever feel offended, okay? You don't have to throw the whole thing out the window. But I will end this point with sharing that it is also important to begin to learn who to give your time to and who not to, okay? There will be people and friends who value and appreciate your kindness and generosity and love. And the truth is, unfortunately, there will be people who trample over it, just demanding more and more without ever reciprocating it. There is a time to love difficult people, but there is also wisdom in learning to stop pouring into friendships that are only demanding and never give. So choose wisely who you give your time to. Okay, so I hope you feel that catch my vibe with that. And let's move on to our last point, And that is be intentional and nurturing. So we're going to end by talking about what a true life-giving friendship looks like practically. Friendship is truly a two-sided relationship, just like most, right? Your friendships should benefit each other both ways. A genuine friendship should be intentional and nurturing. And if you have found a good friend or a good friend group, I encourage you to cherish it. Nurture it, invest in it, be intentional, and don't hold back on the love and kindness that you share. The truth is you need good friends, but those good friends need you too. Do you understand that? Never doubt the value that you bring to others. Never doubt the value of friendship that you give to others. Your friendship is a source of joy, comfort, healing and love to other women. And there are friends out there that will provide the same for you. And let's all be real here today, that motherhood and not just motherhood life, but motherhood can be lonely sometimes, really lonely. We need each other, guys. We need each other to laugh with, to share the highs and the lows with, to share our past with, our traumas, to laugh it off together, okay? We need moms and friends to have playdates with, maybe to go to Target with, to make a meal for each other, to throw baby showers for, to babysit for, and much more. We need each other. And I just can't say that enough. And I once heard this quote, or I once read this quote in a book that I read years ago, um, and it was called um, Lies Young Women Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free, in case you want to read it. Really great book. Um, And it said this, and it's literally always stuck with me. And it has changed the way that I approach friendships. It's been like a staple for me. And it says this, don't wait to be befriended. Go and be a friend to someone. Did you catch that? Don't just sit there and wait for someone to be your friend. Go and be a friend to someone. How many times do we wait for that mom at the park to say hi to us? or for that girl from church to message us or for them to invite us over. How many times do we avoid eye contact with another mom at Chuck E. Cheese because we don't know how to start a conversation and we pretend we're on our phone because we feel awkward. But what if you were the intentional one and you reached out? What if you literally found your new best friend because you decided to be intentional instead of waiting for someone else to? You literally never know. A genuine life-giving friendship is also one that is understanding. A friendship that is slow to anger, patient, and kind. We all know that motherhood is so hard sometimes and so beautiful, but so hard. And so we might be able to extend understanding in these friendships when our friend might take a whole day or two to text back. Be understanding instead of offended. Reach out when your friend is quiet to ensure they're okay instead of assuming that they don't like you anymore. That's silly. Be understanding of your friend's circumstances and be intentional in offering support instead of just taking things personal because most times it's never about you. They're simply navigating through life just like all of us are. So I will say it again, be intentional and nurture the beautiful friendships that God has granted you and will grant you. And 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says, so encourage each other and build each other up just as you already are doing. Encourage and build each other up. And I'm going to end with this last part in Acts. Um, Like I shared earlier, the heart of Acts just makes me think of life-giving community and even friendship. So in Acts 2.43-247, it says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of them and all the apostles performed many miracles, signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day. to church, met in homes for the Lord's supper, shared their meals with great joy and generosity. They brought bunk cakes. They brought pasta salad, you know, (laughs) all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. Each day, the Lord added to their fellowship, those who were being saved. I end with this because I just feel like it gives the heart of, of friendship and community and how it's not that they were always just on their knees praying, but so many times they prayed together, but they enjoyed the spiritual action, um, aspects of friendship as well as practical. You see that they prayed together and they ate together. They worshiped together and they were generous with each other. They brought bunk cakes and they laid hands on the sick. They fellowshiped with one another. And that is what we're longing for. That is what we need. God is saying, yes, come to me, pray to me, serve me, worship me, but let's do it together. Stop living life on your own and isolated. And so with all of that being said today, we talked about friendships. We talked about our faithful circles and picking your tribe wisely, right? We talked about how friendship is a gift from God truthfully. And there's so many beautiful benefits of having great friends. We talked about the importance of choosing wisely because ultimately friendships will influence our life for the good or the not so good. And we ended by talking about the practical aspects of friendship of our part and in being intentional and in reaching out. And you just never know if you're finding your new best friend when you reach out. And so with all that being said, I want to pray for you before we close this message. And if you're here today and you heard this and you're like, dude, like, yes, I need friends and I need to choose widely. And, you know, I just pray that it really did speak to you exactly where you're at, wherever your heart is, whatever you're needing to hear from God. That is my prayer that God dove into your heart and spoke to you. But if you hear this and you say like, man, like this is all great, but I realized, like, at the end of the day, like, I wanna be friends with Jesus. (laughs) Like, Jesus, I've kind of wondered, like, if I'm all in or not, or, and I just realized I need Jesus, like, to be my one first and true best friend. And I'm telling you, there's a season of my life where Jesus was literally my best friend. There's a season, I promise you, I remember it vividly, where I literally felt like all my friends left. And I just found Jesus and I felt Jesus saying, I'll be your best friend. And I literally had dates with him. I would stay home and have time to worship and pray. And I was just like, dude, you are all that I need. And there are seasons of seasons of our life where Jesus wants to show you that, yes, there's great friends out there, but can I be your friend? Can I be the center of your heart? Can I be the ultimate fulfillment that you need? Because at the end of the day, he is. And if that's you today and you say, Jesus, I need you ultimately before everything else, I encourage you to say a prayer tonight. I want to pray for you right now, but invite him into your heart. Allow Jesus to be your Lord, your Savior, and your best friend. And when you say that prayer and make that decision, I promise you, your life will be changed because Jesus is the one that has been yearning for you to open your arms and your heart and your eyes to him and realize that he has been there all along. And that he truthfully has arms wide open to you. So I'm going to pray for you as we end. God, I thank you for every woman that heard your word today, your scriptures, and just your truth about the power of friendship, Lord. And we thank you that you offer all of us your friendship, that God, even when everyone leaves, when we feel abandoned and alone, that God, you are our friend, that you promise to never leave us, to never stab us in the back, to never turn away from us to never leave us, God. And I just pray right now for every heart here that you would remind them that you are right there, that you are their best friend and that you love them. And not only do you love them, you love being around them. You're not annoyed by them or frustrated by them. You literally just want to be with them because Jesus, you died on the cross to just be close to us. You took all of our sins and punishment just to make a way for us to have a relationship with you. And so we thank you for that. And we thank you that you promise to be our Lord and Savior as we open our arms and heart to you. And we just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you found encouragement today. I'd love to connect with you. You can find me by following Lauren A. Hargrove on Instagram or Facebook. And before you go, can you do me a favor and leave a rating and review for this show? I would greatly appreciate it and it would help other moms better find the show too. With that, thank you for being a part of our community today and until next time.